0: and I do not take it lightly. Amen. I yes. accept greetings from our senior pastor, Bishop Musa Kofey, and First Lady Kofey. Uh, I'm here as an ambassador on a special mission to represent them to you. Amen. Yes. So I've come with your blessings. Yes. I've come with their authority. Yes. I've come with your unction. Yes. Amen. I believe in authority, hallelujah, and I know that grace is at work in this house today. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. And I also want to celebrate our beloved pastor and the wife. You know, it's very easy to start ministry, but very challenging to sustain ministry. Amen. Amen. The proof of maturity is consistency. And the fact that this church is still open today is because a man and a woman said yes to God and refused to back off despite the challenges in ministry in this part of the world. Amen. Please stand on your feet. Amen. Man of God, sit down, sir. Amen. Amen. You know, to be a man of God or a pastor is one of the most challenging responsibilities in life. Because it has to do with people's management. That's right. yeah. Amen? Amen. Human beings are the most complicated <laughs> beings. That is the most complicated thing God ever created. If you have the responsibility to manage people, then God has called you. Amen. That is why being a pastor is a calling. It's not a profession. You need grace to do what are you hearing me here? Yes, yes, yes. Amen? Amen. That, that is why we, we cannot evaluate pastor's salary. We, we call what we give them stipend. It's just a way to say thank you because we can't pay you enough for the work you do. We can't quantify it in monetary value. Hallelujah. So when God gives you a, a pastor, a shepherd, celebrate. Because the Bible says if if you strike the shepherd the sheep will scatter. It means Satan's target is the pastor. Because if he brings down the pastor, he has destroyed the church. So you don't know the bullets and the battles they engage in. To help you stay faithful to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Please, would you join me to celebrate your man of God. Amen. And your woman of God this afternoon. Amen. Praise the Lord. Man of God, you were not under obligation to start this church. You would have come here and decided to pursue a a, a career, fulfill the American dream, and that is it. To respond to this calling, to be involved in this work, is extra sacrifice. Time you would have spent to be more effective on your job. You are canceling. You are preparing sermons. You are preparing. You are praying for those people. He's on vacation right now, not in a resort somewhere resting, but he took the vacation to champion this cause. That's sacrifice. How much can we pay? How much can we pay for such sacrifices? And sometimes we take it lightly. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. You can be seated. God bless you. Amen. Amen. I want to honor our, our ministers and pastors, our bishop. Thank you for your fraternity. Thank you for the unity in the body of Christ that exists in this part of Dallas. I was so touched. Amen. If there's something I'm living with, is the power of unity in the body of Christ that I've seen here Hallelujah. That's a symbol of love. Amen. Because in the kingdom, we are not called to compete, but to complete. Amen. 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 The beauty of your body lies in the unique organs working in synergy to make your body work effectively. So the eye relies on the nostrils on the mouth because without your nostrils you could pick physis and think it's food yes. praise god yeah. that's the beauty when we are interdependent in the body and it's very important for kingdom advance in every community amen, amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah i'm so touched by our pastors that have they they were at the churches this morning they would have been home sleeping right now but they decided to honor their fellow minister in the field because it's all about Jesus it's all about him but different strategies and visions amen thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of this success story amen Praise the Lord. I don't want to be long. I know we've been here for a while. Praise the Lord. But I just want to share a few thoughts with the church. Uh, Based on what the Lord has dropped in my spirit. Hallelujah. For the church at this time and season. Praise the Lord. Let's bow our heads as we pray. Father, I'm a vessel. I'm a messenger. Your word says, if anyone speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. I submit my voice to the leadership of your spirit. Whatever you want your people to hear this day and time, this season, Lord, I pray that may you open their ears, that they may hear and understand. In Jesus' mighty name. And I pray that everyone that came here with unanswered questions, with challenges, with situations, Holy Spirit of God, you know who they are. You know what they are going through. I heal myself to your leadership, to minister in the direction you'll be leading me. Touch those people. Address their needs. Meet their needs, spirit of the living God. I heal myself to you. Glorify Jesus in this occasion. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Let's go to uh text for today, which happens to be the central theme of this anniversary celebration. I'm reading Matthew chapter 4, reading from verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Now, in, in chapter 3, Jesus is baptized in the Jordan and has the apostle introduced to us. God spoke, This is my only begotten Son in whom I'm well placed. Amen. And the Bible says, The Holy Spirit came upon him. Hallelujah. Amen. And anointed him to step into his office or into his ministry. So, officially, Jesus' ministry is launched in the Jordan when he is 30. So, from the time he's born unto this time, he's going through a process or a period of preparation. And the Bible says, when it was due season, when he was fully mature and ready, the anointing, which is the ability of God, came upon him so he could launch his ministry. And the Bible says he is led of the spirit into the wilderness where he is tempted and he passed the test of the devil because he is a minister that has been prepared before he is launched into ministry. Now, when Jesus is launched into ministry, originally he grew up in a little village called Nazareth. Now, he decided by the leading of the spirit to move to another city called Capernaum. Now, Cappenium was a city that is by Lake Galilee or what we call the Sea of Galilee. Hallelujah. Interestingly, when Jesus was about starting his ministry, he did not look for a place to rent. Praise God. Interestingly, he did not go looking for money. Praise the Lord. Interestingly, he goes where there are people. And the Bible says, he began preaching. What was the content of Jesus' preaching? He says, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Praise God. I want to preach briefly on what I call destiny shift. Because when I was praying, I asked the Lord, God, what is the word you have for this church in this season and time? And I had a hard time praying, worshiping, waiting in His presence. I'm like, God, I, I don't just want to come and lecture. I want to come and deliver a message that the people need for the time and season. What is heaven saying? And I hear the spirit of God telling me there is a destiny shift in your life as a person. There's a destiny shift in your life as a family. There's a destiny shift in this church. Praise God. The condition for change is repentance. Until there's a mental shift, there cannot be a life shift. Hey, you are talking. You are talking. Until there's an internal shift, there cannot be an external shift. Oh Until there's an inner change, there cannot be an external change. Change in the physical is an expression of change inside. Yeah. So Jesus brought a message of change Transformation and revolution, oh That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. because the word "repent" means is the word "metanoia." Metanoia, meta means displacement, change of placement, change of position. Hey. neo means the mind. My God. My God. So, so when you say change of position, in other words, you are saying. Displacement, mental displacement, mental shift. Hallelujah. Because the kingdom of God has come to introduce a new system of living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And for you to live as a kingdom citizen, you must unlearn some things you know. praise God repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand so the key to experience the kingdom of heaven is repentance is change of mind displacement of mind hallelujah praise God the greatest miracle in the life of a believer It's not necessarily having a car, getting married. You can have a car, but if you lack the knowledge to operate the car, you will lose it. You may have a marriage, but if you lack the knowledge to run and manage the marriage, you will lose it. it. Praise God. So, while walking by the sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting net into the sea, for they were fishermen, and he said to them. So, Jesus' ministry started with men, not instruments. The most important asset in every organization people because if you have people you have ideas when you have people you have money when you have people you have resources so Jesus is saying to be a successful pastor to be a successful mother or father you must be people focused That was the first lesson I learned from Jesus about ministry. Amen. He went after Peter and he meets Peter catching fish, and he is called a fisherman. In other words, he's a professional fisherman. And Jesus makes a statement which is the theme of this holy convocation. He said, Follow me. Kaluzi Palasa Taya Follow me. We turned up for the American dream. He didn't say, Follow the American dream. He didn't say, Follow the vision of your parents. He said, Follow me. He did not even say, Follow your pastor. He said, Follow me. When I'm following Jesus, even when my pastor make mistakes, I follow the Jesus in him. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1, he says, follow me as I follow Christ. It means I qualify to lead you as your pastor because I am committed to Christ. The word follow is a word that means imitate. To imitate something means that thing has to be a reference. It has to be a model. One of the greatest crises humanity is facing currently is what I call identity crisis. The entire fashion industry feeds on this. You find young our our sons today. They can rob a bank just because they want to wear a nike shoe sneaker because of the level. Nike is somebody's name. Adidas is somebody's name. You don't know who you are, you will be a photocopier. Amen. 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 Hear me. The reason why on most of your official documents. They take your fingerprint, as a mark of your uniqueness. It's a message from God that no one is like you. Because God never makes photocopies. He makes originals. Self-fulfillment starts when you focus on discovering who you are in Christ. And look for ways to express it and not allow other people define how you should dress, how you should look like. Top models have become standards of beauty. If you don't look like this, you don't look like that, you are not beautiful. Have you not noticed that God is a God of variety? He makes some brown, he makes some black, he makes some white, he makes some red. Oh my goodness. He makes blue, he makes white. Variety because beauty is in variety. Jesus said, Follow me. (laughs) In the following, there is a reward. He says, Follow me and I will make. It's a shared responsibility. Your responsibility is follow. God's responsibility is making. Making suggests process. It suggests improvement. It's a term that is used... In production making is a process through which value is added to a product that's why, that's why. <laughs> because in the course of making there is gradual improvement and transformation to make that thing more valuable When you refine crude oil, it it doesn't look beautiful. It doesn't look, it's it's one very nasty, dark, sticky substance. But when it goes through the refinery, you get plastic, you get gasoline, you get jet fuel, you get gas that is used for cooking. You get ointment that is used on your body. Selling very expensive because it goes through a process of transformation, value improvement. Follow me and I will make. Who are you following? Who is the role model of your life? Who is you in life and destiny? Who is the standard by which you live? My God. Somebody said, Destiny shift. Yeah. If your mindset does not shift, your life cannot shift. 7 says in the B part has he thinketh, so is he. The principal determinant factor of the quality of your life is your ideology. Ideologies are very powerful. They define who you are. With me, your ideology about life, I will tell you your destination. He says, "Has it? He think it? Not he would do." The Bible says, "So is he." It means my life is determined. By the quality of my thought pattern. Praise God. Amen. In the world of leadership or in the school of leadership if you want to be an, ex, an influential leader you must understand psychology how people think because people are controlled by their thinking. Have you not noticed that most societies are defined by the content of the media in that society? Look at the content in social media, TV, radio, the information defines and the educational system defines the quality of life of a people. In every society yeah, that's it. so if you want to change a man's life change the way he thinks that's it. That's it. That's it. without change there is no growth without change there is no advancement without change there is no innovation yeah. the only thing that does not change in life is God yeah, right. every other thing changes The other day I went to the mirror, looked at myself and noticed that every hair had left this part of, I was like, oh my God. Before I knew it, I began seeing white hairs here. Change. People change. Government change. Last year we had a different president. Today it's someone else. Tomorrow... There'll be somebody else. Praise God. Hallelujah. So people change, things change, plants change, animals change. The only person that does not change is God. Because Malachi chapter three. Verse 6 says, I am the Lord your God, I change it not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob shall not be consumed. God is the only thing that does not change. Every other thing changes with time. So, change is a way of life. To fight change is to fight progress, to fight change is to fight growth. The power of technology is inno- innovation. Which right. is change. change. That's right. The willingness to challenge present theories. Yeah. <laughs> Engage in new experiments and try new things and improve on the present system. How about your own life? How about your own family? Right. Jesus said an important message in the kingdom is repentance. We sometimes attribute this only to sinners. But as believers, after you are born again, the next important miracle in your life is the miracle of transformation. Romans chapter 12, read it from verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. He's speaking to believers. That's why he calls them brethren. By the mercies of God, that ye offer your bodies unto God as a living sacrifice, not a dead sacrifice. The Bible says, which is your reasonable service? Other versions say, which is your reasonable worship? Because worship has nothing to do with singing. It may shock you. Singing enhances worship. The first time the word worship is used in the Bible, there is no music, there is no choir. It's Abraham and Isaac. It's a place of absolute surrender and abandonment. One thing that is lacking in the church today consistent believers. Amen. Jesus said, Follow me, not visit me. Yeah. Many of us will visit Jesus Amen. today. You are in church, the next Sunday, you are not, and you wonder why your life is unstable. Have you ever seen a a product that has escape process? They say this is the pattern, and it doesn't follow it. It will be malformed, and it won't look. Those are the kind of products they call the defective products that they can't sell in the market because they escape process. See, this is a principle that works in every sector of life. Look at our families for instance. Children that are loyal, obedient, responsive and respectful of their parents succeed with ease in life. Then those that are rebellious, recalcitrant, that think they know everything. They have grown and they challenge the advice of leaders and their parents and they want to do things by themselves. They are the ones that can't run families. They are the ones that can cook in the house. They are the ones that can arrange a house. That can take care of a baby. Because they never submitted to the process of being trained to become good wives in the future. Good husbands in the future. The making process of a believer is called discipleship. That's the lack of maturity. Maturity has nothing to do with the gifts we manifest and operate. can be a gifted singer but if you have not gone through the making process of Jesus you will entertain your audience. You won't minister to them. But when God has refined your character and your singing is seasoned with love and patience, it will communicate the spirit of your personality to your hearers. When people hear you sing, they will not just be entertained, but the virtues in your life will impact them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Your ideology determines how you interpret life. Glory. Statistics reveal that most children, 56 percent of most children that come from divorce home are likely to get divorced. I don't mean to insult you if you're a victim of divorce, but I'm just giving an information to help you correct certain things in life and destiny. Why? The ideology of marriage has been defined by their exposure in their family. They saw their parents quarrel. That is that definition of marriage. Fight. And anytime a good man comes to them, they are very suspicious. Because in their mind it's like, this may be like daddy. So the Bible says, you come to jesus you must be willing to let go of that ideology and embrace the new ideology of the kingdom of how marriages work according to the standards and the patterns of the bible if you are willing to submit yourself to the making process because the instrument that jesus uses to transform and shape your ideology is the word of god and the holy spirit Jesus said, I will make you fishers of men and not fishers of fish. (laughs) To fish men is called in one word influence. If you can influence people, you can change them. strives on the platform of influence. That is why if you have a superior ideology that inspires people, they will give you attention. And when they give you attention, you can minister to them. So Jesus says, my mission to you is to make you, your mission to me is to follow me. Follow can I get an usher? Here comes, brother. Follow me. Follow me, right? Listen to instruction. Follow me. Follow me. How will you grow when you argue you water baptism? Didn't Jesus say, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit? How will you grow? If they say tithing, you argue. Hey. <laughs> you see? Did I tell you to go? T- thank you. Thank you for acting it good. Listen, you must challenge certain ideologies you got from your family. Yeah. There are some mindsets, belief systems. Maybe your father was a bus driver and today you are dreaming of being a captain of industry and anytime you talk of operating an industrial firm or a factory daddy tells you shut up have you seen anyone in this family (laughs) rise beyond a bus driver and that has become the mode by which you define your career you can't dream beyond that perspective mindset Jesus says in verse 2 do not be conformed to the standards of this world do not believe brethren do not be conformed to the standards don't let the world system determine the standards by which you live I have challenged myself by revelation, not to be moved by people's opinion, but by God's opinion. Not to be defined by societal norms and culture, but by God's opinion. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. There is such a thing as the mindset of Christ let this thinking way of thinking. Our culture is the kingdom culture is the word culture. It's not the American culture. We thank God for the American culture. The good aspects of it we will copy but don't just follow everything blindly. Think about transgender. Gay. All these ideologies that have become part of our curriculum. Have you noticed that most of our children are already believing that? And to them it's normal? If you start having feelings towards another man? Because Satan understands what they call the mind. Listen. Listen. The platform for spiritual warfare is the mind. If you win the battle in the mind, you have won the battle in the physical. Many of us are chasing after physical demons without casting the demon in the mind first. Because some of the demons you are afraid of do not exist. They exist only in your mind. So the Bible says, do not be conformed. Do not be conformed to the standards of this world. The word to conform, it means to take the shape off. Because a form is a shape. For instance, this has a form. This has a form, the shape. If I take anything and I put in here, it will take the shape of this thing. So, a form is a mode. It's says society has a mode by which family should function, right. a mode by which career should function, That's right. a mode by which citizens should function. He right. says, if you build your life according to that mode, you will express what society expresses. But the Bible says, be ye transformed. So, do not be conformed, number one. Number two, be ye transformed. The word transform is a compound word. It means trans and form. Trans means displacement, movement. That's why we talk of transplant. Transportation. Translation. You move from one language to the other. Is the same word for transfigure and change. Hallelujah. From which we derive the word metamorphosis. The Greek is metamorpho. Because. Oh, Yakarusa. Do you know what they call a lava or a caterpillar? A lava? Do you like it? Can you touch it and play with it? Can you eat it? Does it look good? That's how the cedar is. Any kind of thing. So, to be transformed means to change state Eminently, so you don't change to come back to it. So, if I was addicted to alcohol, when I change, I don't come back to it. If I was addicted to pornography, when I change, I don't come back to it because I am on a journey of continuous improvement. ye transformed that ye may prove. Prove means that ye may display. Ye may show forth what is the goodwill. It means your children will not know the goodwill of God unto the seed in your life. Your co-workers will not know the goodwill of God unto the seed in your life. evangelism is evangelism by evidence, by proof. That is what the word witness is used when it comes to the great commission. Be witnesses. It means proof produces evidence. What is the evidence that Jesus can change lives? Is the transformation people see in you. You know why society doesn't take the church serious? Because we are no different from the world system. We talk like them. We live like them. No distinction. No, let's be sincere. Let's look at our families. Divorce rate in the church today is about 50%. I was counseling a lady who was about divorcing her husband. It's a spiritual daughter in Canada. She, she reached out to me and was so angry. I've left my matrimonial bed. I'm tired of this marriage. I don't want it any longer. Ma, what is the problem? Do you know what the problem is? that my husband doesn't listen to me. Your husband doesn't listen to you because you talk a lot. (laughs) I engaged her in conversation. Because the Bible says from the abundance of a man's heart, the mouth speaks. To know the content of people's mind, listen to them. When you listen to them, the state of their mind will be expressed in their speaking. So I ask certain diagnostic questions like a counselor. (laughs) Praise God. I said, the problem you and your husband have It's a very easy problem that can be resolved. You need a third party to give a fair judgment to whatever is happening. You guys need to meet a counselor. You need to dialogue. I said, don't make the mistake to depart from that marriage. Because when you depart from that marriage and you marry the next man, you will realize that the former was better. (laughs) This one now does not listen to you, but the new one will spank you. But if you can just change to accommodate him, because the tendency always is to look at the other person and not look at ourselves not look at ourselves that sometimes we need to change. Sometimes the problem is us. The person is reacting to the attitude we are putting up. Change. She went, met him, I said, when you meet the man, because the number one need of a man in marriage is respect. I say your husband's problem is respect. Because with men, when you are too loud, they shut down. If you want them to speak and be expressive, respect, honor them, listen to them. Because men were created to be leaders in their home. And when you challenge their authority, their leadership is subdued. And they feel challenged. She went and said, What is the problem? Can you tell me? And the husband explained what the problem was. And today, their records are reconciled happy. Amen. She said, Pastor, I have learned to be respectful, change, preserve their marriage. Because humility is a virtue in the Bible that's kingdom lifestyle if we will submit to it and embrace it we'll become better versions of ourselves listen life operates by upgrades that's why most companies like we are in iphone 12 now right it's a new release it's a new version it's 13 14 is coming as a matter of fact i learned that's Steve Jobs. Before he died, he planned his company for the next fifty years. So all the iPhones that needs to be released in the fifty years, he has a plan already for them. Ah, barusa ta ya barusa. Father, help us. Help the church. Help the church. Help the church, Lord. Help the church. These are believers, unbelievers who do not know Jesus. They understand the power of change. A man who entered, the first computer he entered, it was as big as this room. He asked himself, why can't this big thing be reduced? You see how people challenge, present the status quo. Some of you, you've been in apartments for how many years now? Start dreaming of a house. I'm speaking to someone here prophetically. The Lord is telling me. There is a house for you. Hear me. Listen. The mind has a faculty they call the imaginative faculty. It's the creative faculty of the mind. Because of everything God created, only man has creative ability. That's why man is very innovative. The lion has been eating raw meat from time immem- immemorial. But with us, we do the brawling, we do the roasting, we do the frying, whatever. Different ways. Listen. Let me help us understand how powerful the mind is. Everything that exists in the physical first exists in the mind. So everything is created twice. It's a law. Is first an idea before a reality. If you can dream it and see it in your mind, then it can become a reality in the future. So, if you want to challenge your life and make progress, you must keep challenging your thinking. As a church, we are planning to own our own building. We must start seeing it. We must catch the vision of the kind of building we want. We must start dreaming it as a church. Because when you are 12, it means you have moved from childhood to teenagehood. So that's why we say 13. Because from 12, you have 13. So you're a teenager. Now when you, according to our law, our law 1821 is when you move into adulthood, right? So, this period is called a period of transition. Now, transition means ongoing change to birth something mature. So, the Lord is saying the church has been ushered into a season of continuous change and transformation because the Lord is taking the church to a place of maturity to birth the fullness of that vision that God has given you so Paul says in first Corinthians 13 verse 11 when I was a child I spoke like a child I understood like a child I like a child. When I became a man I put away childish ways. Because in learning there is what we call learning there is what we call unlearning and there is what we call relearning. The things that are not working we will unlearn them. The things that needs to be implemented we will start learning them. The things that we have been doing that are working, we will relent them. Amen. Amen. You are talking. Every day when I get up, I pray and I trust the Lord. How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better father? How can I be a better pastor? How can I be a better computer engineer? How can I be a better leader? How can I inspire many people? Because the Bible says you are the light of the world. A light is a reference point. Let your colleagues look at your life and come and say, but the way we've been treating you in this in this company. No matter what we do, the manager does, you're always happy. You don't manifest hate. What is it about you? I, I'm having problem with anger. I don't know how to contain. Can you help me? That's leadership by influence. Evangelism by influence. The person has observed your life and has seen how your mindset of walking in love has been translated in your lifestyle. That has inspired this person and the person has been drawn to you because of your influence and gives you a listening ear. Yeah. You can now evangelize and impact that person because you are a role model. That is why leadership is is your commitment to a kingdom ideology that inspires others to want to be like you. Because your ideology is the ideology of the word of God. Because Jesus said, follow me. I am the word. I am the logos. I am the word made flesh. I will make you, I will walk in your life, and I will make you fish man out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Out of prostitution to Christian ministry. When I saw a little girl here read the speech, I was so inspired. Let her continue practicing like this. That's right. Tomorrow she can, she can stand as a member of Congress and give speeches and impact society. Amen. Amen. Stand on your feet. Destiny shift. Some things have shifted in your life. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Allowing your mind to be changed and transformed by the thoughts of God by the wisdom of God, by the ideas of God. The the church is a transformation center. When we stay in the church, we follow Jesus through our pastor. Because Jesus is the chief shepherd. He is the under shepherd and you are the sheep. If you rebel against him, you have rebelled against Jesus. You can never become a better version or the best version of yourself until you submit to this process. It's a principle. You violate it now, you will pay the price tomorrow. If you like, you get pregnant and you say, I know how to give birth. You don't go and submit yourself to an experienced nurse. When it hits you, you will call 911. But it may be too late. Save yourself the pain by submitting listen let me close with this let me close with this I want to address rebellion I don't know why but rebellion is a spirit amongst our children in this nation rebellion to parents rebellion to authorities Rebellion to biblical values. Do you know why America lost the war in Afghanistan? Because you don't fight ideology with weapons. Radical Islam is a, an ideology. You, trans, you fight it through transformation. But let me tell you. Where we have Turkey today. The church in Ephesus was planted there. Today is an Islamic stronghold. Because the church yielded to a new ideology called Islam. It became a movement and transformed the entire Middle East. Today as Christians we are suffering. Ah, See, we this is a warning God has given to the church in America. We need to wake up. America today has lost its pride in the world's scene because of rebellion to biblical values. We fight anything called God. Look, during this pandemic, the first group, they, they started fighting were churches. Let me, let me tell you, if you are not radical about your faith in this end time, you won't survive your persecution that is coming. because you go to London where great preachers, yeah. the mayor of London is a Muslim. Yes. Yes. We we can't play church. We can't. Yes. We we can't. Hmm. We, we we can't. We can't continue like this. No. If Jesus were to come to death, and you stand before him. He asks you, what have you done with your life in terms of advancing his interest and kingdom? What will you tell him? Go to work, come back, sleep, save money, buy a car, buy a house, buy pets. Is that all you've been living for? The way you die and you appear in eternity where there is no time. What would be a reward in that realm? It's what you do for the kingdom that will determine the quality of life in eternity. So when you live life here on earth, there is nothing wrong having a good house, but use that house for kingdom advancement so that your life can matter here on earth and in eternity when you transit. I'm not afraid of death. I tell you, sincerely, Paul said, for me to live is Christ. To die is gain. To die for a believer is gain. Because you transition to a better life where there is no corona. Where there is no wake up in the morning at six. You drive one hour. Your supervisor is calling you. Make sure this is done. Make sure you don't rest your back. You come back, back pain. No. That's what we call the blessed hope. Speak to Jesus. I don't know what what prayer to lead you, but if God has spoken to you, speak to him.
1: Oh God, Make it ever true, change my heart, oh God, make I be like you. Thank you. May
0: Hallelujah. If you're here, you believe the Lord has spoken to you. And you want a transformation miracle in your life. I want you to step forward. I have just one minute. You want a transformation miracle in your life. You believe the Lord has spoken to you and you're like, Lord, I want a better vision of myself, of my life. I take this step of faith because I want a radical change. I want a radical touch from you, Lord. I want a radical visitation from you, Lord. I want to consecrate myself for your glory, for your glory, for your glory, for your glory. For your glory, for your glory, Lord. I heal myself. I heal myself to you, Lord. Heal myself to you Lord. heal myself to you, Lord. I heal myself to you, Lord. Hallelujah. The altar is a place where the power of God is released yes. as you stand before this altar open up your mouth and speak to the Lord and tell him you need a fresh touch from him you want a radical change in your life Lord I minister a miracle of transformation right now A miracle of transformation right now. A miracle of transformation right now. Receive it. Receive it from the Spirit. A miracle of transformation. A miracle of transformation.
1: What what do you do in the church?
0: You you, you, you have a calling in music? That's why I asked you the question because I see the Lord calling you to minister and Now, Jesus, mighty name I lose you from that pattern in your family right now. Let the touch of the Holy Spirit rest upon you. May the Lord mould your life I according to the original mould by which He created you from so the foundations of the world.
1: Let your gifting,
0: let your ability find expression I in the kingdom. May you live I for the kingdom,
1: kingdom in the name of Jesus.
0: My life is not Hallelujah. My Lord. There's a calling of music upon to our you life.
1: I give in, in the
0: church and the kingdom, the Lord is calling to you in praise to and worship. You. See, my life is not, You know what a calling is? is it means God has put in you the gift to sing and write songs. You, you need to reflect. Lord will use I
1: give myself, I give the myself
0: you I to
1: work I give myself away
0: Hallelujah oh God the Lord establish you in marriage you in I give myself life. away
1: so oh, you
0: I want to stop, but am I wasting your time? I don't know. Amen. I know time is fast spent, but I just want you to stretch your hands. I sense the anointing of God in this place. Mama, I'm hearing intercession. I'm hearing prayer. I don't know what that has to do with you. Are you a believer? Do you pray? Uh, Are you a member of this church? But do you... You're visiting. Do you do you pray? Do you have a burden for prayer? Huh? Yes. Hallelujah. May the Lord use you in that capacity to intercede and restore families and homes, to intercede for men of God and pastors and ministers of the gospel. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Amen. God bless you all. I know there is a, a, a feast after this. I don't want to. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. And may the Holy Spirit continue what He has started in this place in Jesus' name. Amen.